The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Overpromised with Kavino and Rich, presented by DraftKings Fantasy Sports. Check out what DraftKings has to offer this season with code Overpromised, because life's more fun when you're in on the action. DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Age and eligibility restrictions apply. Void where prohibited. See DraftKings.com for details. Ho, ho, ho. What'd you call me? Look what you did, you little jerk. Welcome to Overpromise, brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, our bonus pod, Cavino and yeah. Rich. You hear us on Fox Sports Radio. Happy holidays. I'm pumped because we just got into the Jelly of the Month Club. Yeah, buddy. That's big time right That's there. That's our bonus. Appreciate that. Get Thank you. on giving the whole year round. Yes. I've always said that. I've always so said that. So lots to get to today. There's a story about Ryan Garcia, the boxer, Ryan Garcia. Two stories. There's an update about his career potential huge fight that we got to go to okay and something he did with his money you buy yourself a christmas present think about it yeah and the rules of adult gift giving yeah. is that there's some caveats and shit that people need to understand i have a new rule okay no more okay. <laughs> okay well let's get into this man before we get into your picks rich Mayim bialik you're a big blossom fan right whoa big bang theory Mia Mayam Bialik. Well, she's been hosting Jeopardy. You're a huge right? fan. Isn't she your uh isn't she your hall pass? Well, that was between us. <laughs> Her and Ken Jennings were doing a dual hosting sort of thing of Jeopardy. Look, replacing Alex Trebek is a very difficult task. I don't think anybody yeah. can, right? It's like replacing Derek Jeter at shortstop. <sighs> good luck. I mean, Didi Gregorius did a good job. Volpe's but come on. Yeah, it's, it's kind of a tough deal. So they were doing this dual thing, and because of the writer's strike, she dipped out. She's like, you know what? I'm out. dipping out. But while she dipped out, Ken Jennings' skills improved a lot, and the producers, and there were some differences and things like that. So the producers are like, you know what? We're just going with the one host, Ken Jennings. He's the guy. So there's some controversy about her right now, and I just want to know your thoughts on that before we get into the meat of the Jeopardy story. My thoughts on Blossom? Yeah. 
great 90 show. How about Ken Jennings? He the guy uh, or what? I, th- I, I think it's pretty cool to think that this guy was just a smart dude that won. And because he was so damn good, they're like, yeah. I, I guess you could host. It's sort of an insult to host, if you ask me. I don't think he's that good. Well, there's a viral clip. Ken Jennings is hosting. And the subject is sports. Positions. It infuriates me when you watch game show clips. I, I think it's by design to upset people like us. But when there's clips of doofuses, nerds. I think uh, the plural is doofy. Oh, when there's <laughs> doofy that don't know basic sports knowledge, yeah. I'd imagine that's how nerds feel when you or I don't know something about history or geography or something. Right, yes. But, yes. but coming from the fact that you and I do a show every day on Fox Sports Radio and we're working with DraftKings on Overpromised, I want you to watch this clip and try not to be infuriated by the common... As a, the Teuton common knowledge in the world of sports, these bozos couldn't answer. By position 400, Joe Namath, Joe Montana, Mason. What is quarterback? Right. right that was the layup, right? By position 800. Bill Russell, Bill Walton. Bro. They are basketball centers. Mason. Bro. Bro. By position Bro. 1200. Bob Feller, Bob Lemon, Bob Gibson. <laughs> They're baseball pitchers. This might be a long category. <laughs> Two left, Mason. Hall of Famer by position for 1600. Hey, sports fans, I believe in you. Jerry Rice, Randy Moss, John Stallworth. Uh, they are wide receivers. And let's finish it off. Gump Worsley, Shrimp Warders, Rat Westwick. <laughs> It just sounds like I'm making people up. These are hockey goalies. Ice Dude, hockey goalies. I, I'm, I get it. Everyone has a different set yeah. of knowledge, knowledge and skills and right. all that. But Jerry Rice, Bob Gibson, Bill Walton. These are Here's the, how I gave come things. Come on, man. Look, we all got to be a little well-rounded, right? But I'm thinking, well, if my mom knows these names, I think everybody should sort of know these names. We're talking legends. We're not talking just some random people. Legends, and if you do the math and you figure, you could figure, like, I didn't know all those goalies, but I'm like, oh, they sound like hockey names. Like, goalies in hockey. Yeah. Again, that was sports by position on Jeopardy. To tie it back to sports, too, it seems like Ken Jennings sort of Wally pipped uh, me and Bialik there little, with uh, the gig. Little Drew Bledsoe. Little Drew Bledsoe action. He made it happen there, so props to him. But this clip went viral, and it drove us crazy because we're thinking, how do they not know? But then again, people that know about finance and money are shocked when people don't have a 401k. When people are big history buffs and they're like, you don't know all the presidents and all the foreign leaders. And yeah, but Some you know, know a little state capitals, man. You gotta know a little something, And right? that's the reminder. The reminder is there's nothing shittier or less attractive in a friendship or a relationship or anything when someone is so one-dimensional. You never want to be the person that only knows sports or only knows science. Like, know a little bit of everything. That's the key, and that's the reminder here. If you get anything out of our bonus pod, don't be one-dimensional, right? But it poses a question. You're watching this, Mm -hmm. and it makes you think, well, what's worse? An actual nerd? Nerds! Or a sports nerd? Or... Are they the same? Now, that would be your uh, yeah. stereotypical. By the way, it looks kind of like you, Rich. 
Yeah, uh, that looks like me in '92 before I came into oh, my let's, own. Let's see, oh. put those put those on. That is rich. I got yeah. it from the archives. Wait, that's high school. That's your high school picture. Did I do that? <laughs> Beat it. Get out that's of here. That's his high school picture. Right, no, no, <laughs> Davis in high school. Oh man. Now, hey, it's been a minute since I've seen you guys. Okay, right. So we all know the nerd. He ends up on Jeopardy. Yeah. He ends up being rich because he invented something. He's got a hot model wife. He's the nerd, but he's successful, right? Oh, damn. Where's, then, my, where's my bow tie? You got the sports fan. I like to consider myself a sports fan, but then you got sports nerds. And we work with a lot of them. We work where they're sports robots, where everything, they're one dimensional, but with sports. Yeah, there's, there, you might be surprised by my answer because I think Spot thinks I'm going to say the nerd is worse than the sports nerd. I think they're equally guilty. They're the same. Because I if there's a guy whose whole wardrobe is only like, I only wear New York Giants and Yankees jerseys every day and they paint their face and they really take losses like they're on the team. I think that's equally. Or they're like uh, Patton Oswalt in the movie Big Fan where they're just calling sports talk radio shows all the time. Hey, sports talk. I got a hot take for you. First time, long time. (laughs) Right? One of those guys. And all they do is live sports. That could be equally as bad. But I'll just give you a nugget to think on then. Because I agree. They're very similar, right? So we're saying what's worse? The typical nerd, the sports nerd, or are they the same? You could say, well, at least the sports nerd is into something that we have for years deemed to be kind of cool. I mean, sports is cool, so they're into sports. They're just nerdy about it. And I hate when you take a cool subject matter and nerd it up. It's like, all right, dude, now you're making this a nerdy conversation. So we ask you, Fox Sports Radio Nation, Overpromised Nation, what's worse? Spot, any thoughts? Yeah, uh, I agree with you. It's they're, The commonality between both is that you're a one-dimensional char- person, yeah. character. And I could argue you said that like these other things, these fringe things are nerdy. They've become more mainstream than sports. Like the Marvel franchises are making billions of dollars. So is the NFL. The they're equally office. nerdy, man. They're equally and nerd has become cool in today's yes. world. Yeah. But I'm bringing cool back. Then I'll be the guy to say it. There's something way nerdier about people LARPing in a field, and granted, that's their fun. LARPing is like jousting. <laughs> they're, they're role-playing, like, ah, with swords and stuff. And I get it. That's their sure. fun. I'm not sure. judging, but I'm saying if we're going to pose the question, that's a little nerdier than some people playing some pickup basketball because they are one-dimensional sports guys. It's not swords. It's S-words. Oh, so, <laughs> S-words. Let's, uh, so th- when you think about it that way, I'm giving the edge... Who's worse? Who's nerdier? The actual, the old school nerd. That guy's bad too, but he's not as bad. You know what's worse though? That guy's worse. The sports guy with the face paint walking out of the stadium after a loss. With the beer helmet on. Well, you and I talked about this like a month ago to wrap it up. After the World Series. Oh shit, that's like two months ago now. After the World Series. Do you remember those guys that had to walk out in their astronaut outfits? Oh, yeah. <laughs> when, the, yeah when, the Astro, when the Astros lost the ALCS, those dudes had to walk out dressed like they were NASA astronauts. And by the way, here's my, my nerdy sports hot take to wrap this up yeah. to get into your picks. You know, Aaron Rodgers said he has a few years left, but, you know, the Jets aren't going to promise him a few years till they see what he does next year. Do you think he goes back to see if he has the skills to co-host with Ken Jennings and he does some of that again because he was pretty good. Aaron Rodgers was pretty good he on Jeopardy. He was pretty good. He could do it when he's done. I think uh, he's got a future there. Well, speaking of sports, hey, sports nerds, I got some picks. That, nerds! Uh, I, I'm calling this one like, who effing knows? This is like my my Rich Davis 
who the F knows parlay of the week? Because truthfully, I pointed this out. The first maybe six, seven, eight weeks of the season, I felt like I was the smartest man alive. The last couple weeks, I don't think it's just me because there's games, as you and I have both said, you can't predict that. You can't predict that one week the Jets get smoked by the Dolphins, but the week before, they smoked the Houston Texans who are in a playoff position. It's so unpredictable, but let me give you my three-team parlay. Now, I'm going to combine some of the Thursday and Saturday games. So we got Thursday Night Football, Rams and Saints. I like the Rams, who are, by the way, in the playoff Mm -hmm. hunt. Yeah. And I think the Saints are trash. They're just in the mix because they're in a bad division. I think they're trash for abusing Tommy DeVito's hand gestures. that, that That was trash. That was a win that I think... People are looking at a little too confidently, like, wow, they did really well against the Giants. Yeah. Um, the Rams money line. I'm not, ta- I'm not I'm not worried about the four points. I'm just going Rams money line on Thursday night. I feel like they're a better team. Matthew Stafford, I feel like uh, this team's fighting for a playoff spot. And the Saints, just in their way. So I like Rams money line. Saturday action. I like the Bengals money line against the Steelers. I know the Steelers are trying to mix it up with their quarterback and they try to do some stuff. Steelers, again, I, I don't believe in them. I think they're uh, they're the most uh, fugazi 500-ish team in the National Football League. I think the, the Steelers are not very good. So I like the Bengals money line. I like the Rams money line on Thursday night. And at DraftKings Sportsbook, you could toggle the point spread to what you want. Like you don't have to go money line or whatever the point spread is. You could say, oh shit, I want, like I want the Buffalo Bills who I believe are 12 point favorites or 11 and a half. I like them winning by a touchdown over the Chargers. So I toggled it to Bills minus six and a half. He's probably here. This guy's toggling things. I'm toggling you know, things. Sounds a little sports nerdy to me. Yeah, so, you think you are toggling bets. You think you are better than You think you're better than us? You're like a sports genius yeah. or something? So it, it ends up being nerd. Nerd. A little less than plus 300. So you're wagering 100 to win almost 300. So Nerd. you got Rams money line, Bengals money line, and the Bills beating the Chargers by a touchdown. So you tell me where does that go wrong? Because this is the Rich Davis who the F knows parlay of the week. Nerd. All right, Rams, <sighs> Something Rams will Saints. go wrong yeah, based on this season. Based on this season. There's so nothing guaranteed. Where will it go wrong? Let's discuss. Rams Saints. Okay. I like the Rams. So do I. Derek Carr has a game of his freaking life? Yeah. No. Money line, Browning and the Bengals who look like they're moving the ball on offense against the, they the Steelers right. who have faltered. Yeah, Browning's doing a good job. I like the Bengals. I agree yeah. with that. And the Bills who are playing hot football right now, making a push for the playoffs against the Chargers who are having uh, Easton stick and they just changed coaches. Easton and stick sounds like a baseball bat. So I like, I like the Bills by six and a half. I agree with All you. All right, so boom, lock it in, Bam. parlay. And I got... Uh, this is a fun one. This is a quarterback prop bet. Now, I usually don't diddle with these, but it's time to diddle, everyone. It's the holiday season. Diddling quarterbacks. I'm di- get well, nerdy. You get nerdy on us. Um, I like Matthew Stafford over one and a half Whoa. touchdowns. Oh. So Stafford against the Saints over one and a half touchdowns. I like Browning over one and a half touchdowns for the Bengals. So these guys just need to throw two touchdowns each. Browning for the Bengals, Stafford for the Rams, and... The Chargers have a terrible run defense. Okay. I'm sorry, a terrible pass defense. So I like Josh Allen over 242 yards. So Josh Allen over 242. And Stafford and Browning just throwing two touchdowns each. That's a fun one, but a risky one. You know what? It's 100 to win almost 700. Ooh, but I like that. Cash money. You don't think Stafford can throw... 
two TDs. Wow. I didn't say titties. I said TDs. TDs. Um, oh, TDs. And Browning, two touchdowns. And, TDs. you know, Josh Allen against the Chargers can't put up a 250 spot. I like it. Those would be some sweet TDs. Those would be some great TDs. Yeah, because you'd win a lot of money. So there you go. That's your quarterback props. Thanks, nerd. Uh, courtesy of our pals at DraftKings Sportsbook. Now download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. NFL fans, it's time to unwrap. I get it like a holiday present. Yep. Uh, nonstop football action this holiday season. Throw down on big matchups with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. This week, new customers can bet just five bucks on any NFL game and score 150 instantly in bonus bets. 150 bucks. Yeah. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now with code OVERPROMISED. New customers can bet five dollars on the NFL action to score 150 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code OVERPROMISED. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about 
how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right. Welcome back to Overpromised, our bonus pod, doing it twice a week now. And... Please check out our regular show on Fox Sports Radio, 2 to 4 on the West. That's 4 to 6. 4 to 6 on the East, Monday through Friday, Cavino and Rich. About 4 to 6, 5 to 7. That's what I meant. 5, five to 7. Central. Four yeah, to six. that's what I meant. Central. You got to include them you like, too. You like your dad. No, I'm not. Hey, what time is it by you again? Dad, I'm hey. always three hours behind. Oh, oh, oh. That's my dad. Big your dad's, like, your dad's like Tommy DeVito. Anyway, I'm Cavino. That is Rich. This is over promise. Spots hanging out. Again, happy holidays. Got to talk a little fighting real quick. By, by the way, what, what's so great? I know you're going to get to fighting. Yeah. We have a Thursday night game. We have Saturday football NFL. We have Sunday Christmas Eve football. And then Monday, three games on Christmas Day. So, you gonna throw some face paint on? I, I might have. I might. Why not? <laughs> Nine, Niners, Ravens. Tell me that's not a battle. No, it's going to be so fun. Nerd. Look at that guy. That's me. All right. So, hey, I'm sort of a nerd for boxing. You are. A few things about me. I love the fight game. I love a nice hiney. I love the holidays. I love hanging out with you guys. Now, Ryan Garcia is one of our favorites, Rich. We met him early in his career. A lot of people called him the. Uh, like Justin Bieber of boxing, very social media popular, but he's the real deal. He backs it up, man. Backs Guy's it up. quick. He's got fast hands. Fast, fast hands. hands. And you know what's really cool about him? He's willing to take on anybody. And as of this week, here's the update. He's calling out the WBC 140 champ, Devin Haney. He's like, yo, I got my people trying to make this happen. That's and wild. Devin Haney's saying, you know what? These are facts. That's, you can't deny it. Let's try to get this done. That's wild because Ryan Garcia... When he lost to Tank Davis, mm-hmm. that was his first loss. Yeah. And instead of coming back and fighting some tomato can just to yeah. get a win, he came back with a big win a yep. couple weeks ago. So I like Ryan Garcia and what the kids got. He's tough, man. And again, he's talking about his team reaching out to Haney to and make he, it happen. He says, I advise my team to contact Team Haney to discuss and make the fight happen between Devin and I. The ball is in your court, Devin. I've made my move and I'm showing you and the boxing community that I'm committed to this fight. Hashtag Garcia Haney. And Haney says these are the facts. They have a long rivalry. There's mutual respect. This is going to be a huge pay-per-view. Okay, so that's the update. But he's also had a big year. So Ryan Garcia, like you said, had a big year. That that Davis fight he lost. By the way, any relation? Oh, yes. Me and Tank Davis. Cousins. (laughs) (laughs) That that Tank Davis fight, Ryan Garcia made 30 million, according to De La Hoya and Golden Boy, right? 30 million. And then his last fight, he made anywhere. It wasn't pay-per-view. He made anywhere between 8 to 10 million. So 40 million in his last two fights alone. It's the holiday season. So what did he do recently that's gone viral? He bought himself his own little Christmas present. Take a look. He gifted himself two new cars, a fully armored Cadillac, and an Audi R8. As he so, calls it, an Audi. An Audi. Which is an Audi sort of way to pronounce it. But he describes that, you know, it's not about material things. It's about working hard and making it happen. Yeah. Let's go, baby. Just got two beautiful Christmas gifts for myself. Fully armored Cadillac, grenade resistant, and of course... One of my dream cars I've always wanted, but just never got to it. I got an Audi R8. An Audi. Spider version. V10. Sorry if I got that wrong. Shout out Audi. (laughs) Audi, however you want to pronounce it. 
We love you. That's oh, pronounced Audi. But yeah, yeah, you go. he's a cool young kid, and it, it poses a few questions. It is the Christmas season, Hanukkah for some. Yeah. Do you buy yourself stuff? Like if you're walking around the mall, getting your kids some presents, you're doing your shopping at Target in the mall, like I said, going to clothing stores and gadgets. And Are you the type that's like, damn, you know, I work hard. I deserve to buy myself a Christmas present. And I present. think that's exactly what's going on here. This is about uh, the fruits of your labor. You work hard and, and you know what? I made 40 million in my last two fights. I'm going to buy what I want. I earned it. I work hard for this. And this is, uh, you know, this is my reward. Uh, well, there are times I think you have to step back and think that way because there are times I'll walk around doing a little shopping for the kids. And I'm like, you know what? Dad works pretty hard. I wanna, if I want to buy myself some new clothes or a watch or do some new Jordans. Like, hey, I'm a very self-centered guy. It? I think it's okay to be selfish once in a while. I, I think, think so. we forget to because, you know, tis the season to give. But, you know, I'm like Jerry Rice, man. I'm a great receiver. Let's go. Uh, so if I have to get it myself because I work hard, that's fine. He spent 499000 on that fully armored grenade resistant wow. caddy it's all perspective and, though that's like yeah. yeah no 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 he's making money does, does he have a lot of grenade problems i, I don't know Just 200 case, i mean he was fighting tank davis that's true uh 225,000 for the audi Audi. so he spent seven hundred and twenty-four thousand dollars on himself again like rich said that's all relative but it poses the bigger question buy for yourself or not for your spouse or not because a lot of times people get lazy in their relationship uh -huh. And I'm going to give you my theory, and we can explore all of them. Moving forward, guys, as time goes on and you grow up and your siblings have kids and you have kids, new rule, Bill Maher style. Okay. <laughs> I'm not buying presents for the adults, period. No, it's, it's, you don't have to. It's for the kids. Um, the, the first question, yes, treat yourself. If you see something you want... You do it throughout the year. Why not do it around the holidays? Hey, let me treat myself. Get some new kicks. Get some a new watch. A new anything. Now, yeah, nothing. I mean, we're not saying to buy a, a, a grenade-proof car, but, a grenade-resistant car. Now, but the thing about your whoever you're dating or your spouse, your wife, your girlfriend, it sounds I, obvious, I, but you have I, even sort yeah, of gotten lazy, right? My wife and I decided that it's a couple days till Christmas. We're not going to do it this year, but we said moving forward, anniversaries, birthdays, and and holidays going to take more seriously because I think a lot of times when you're in a marriage, a good marriage, you consider yourself a team and you're more concerned about the kids, family, the house. And like, you know, my wife and I, we dedicate our time and effort to our kids and making sure shit around the house looks nice. Like, hey, do we get that thing for the pool? Do we all do we get the new thing for the mantle, the fireplace? Like, I realize that I've done a shitty job of getting my wife stuff and she agrees for me. So I think moving forward, never forget your spouse just because you guys are a team. Don't be the person that I have become, which is, yeah, we don't need to get each other anything. It's lazy. It really is. Yeah. And uh, I think that's great advice too, because people fall into that rut and you're doing the right thing. You're putting yeah. the kids first, but eventually the kids move out and you had yeah. to put your significant other first in a long ass time so you got to keep that romance alive now the new rule which you may have implied in your life uh applied in your life already um no gifts for the adults yeah you're adults whatever you want you're gonna buy no if you need it so doesn't it make more sense to buy only kids. for the children i don't think there's any exception here but spot i know you have a problem with this i do as someone who doesn't have children when I have nieces and nephews yeah. and multiple siblings, mm -hmm. of course, all the kids get gifts. I buy gifts for the kids. Uncle Spotty Claus. What does Uncle Spot get in return? 
the joy, the joy of giving of their to your, your niece and nephews so all being my, the Funko. No, but here's the thing. Because all of my siblings are essentially getting a gift, and they're all adults because it's for their children. What am I getting in return? You're not giving your brothers and sister anything. You're giving their kids something as fun uncle their, spot. It's going to their family unit. So I feel like I'm getting shortchanged as someone who didn't end up having you know how much children. money you save by not having kids. I know, but I feel like I'm going to give you the receipt bit. for one month of daycare and then you'll reconsider this. I feel like there's a little bit. <laughs> what would you want of that? You can't get on your own. Yeah. What do you want? Fairness. What, what would, would you, you want? want? You want them to buy you a stupid tumbler? No, I want to, uh, you know what? Like a gift card, like to Starbucks, like I, or like a gift card to like target. But are you a child? Are you You're an adult. You can't afford your own caramel macchiato. I can, but there should be some sort of like, he's making a good, he's making a point. I just don't like it. You know uh, what I mean? It's like, yeah. you're an adult. Like, do you really want a present? You know what, man? I don't want anything. When I, you, but when fairness. you buy your brother, when you buy your brother, James, his little son, Gio, little fairness. Giovanni, when you buy a little Gio, a little Gio, I don't know, a little Super Mario castle or something. And you see the joy in his eyes. That's the gift. You're thinking, now where's my gift I'm card? I'm not going to see the joy in his eyes. <laughs> where's mine? Because I'm sending it. It's going to be sent via like Amazon. Well, tell, him, tell, him to, eyes. tell him to tell him to open it on FaceTime and there's your joy. I think that's a very <laughs> odd way to feel. Although what you're saying makes sense, makes sense sort of financially. Like, like I'm like, giving them, where's mine? I get all that. Like you have to be bigger than return. that as an adult and as an uncle. I don't want a dollar for dollar, but like, uh, like, you know, let's say I get them like a hundred dollar toy. Like a, like a $20 gift card to Starbucks. Is well, I'm going to tell Gio to make you a little macaroni tie because that's all you really deserve. Honestly, there's a little kid. Honestly, I think even a drawing, a I think, think would be nice. Finger you know paintings. What? Maybe a little drawing from the kids. I think that's a fair compromise. If that's if that's where we're going, I think, hey, that's then the kids could just do that. Just an acknowledgement of a thank you. Not, that's fair. Oh, I'm just sending, sending, sending and not receiving, receiving, receiving. That's fair. It's all about but let it be known. My sisters, my aunts, my uncles, they're getting zilch. Because it's all about the kids and making it special for them. Well, on that note, your thoughts at Covino and Rich. I will see you guys back here tomorrow for another Overpromise. Let's do it again tomorrow. Let's we'll do it, it again. Back. Let's do it live. Let's do it. We'll, uh, we'll see you guys then. Thank you to DraftKings Sportsbook, Fox Sports Radio. And uh, hey, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays, everyone. We'll see you next time. Arrivederci, baby. See you in the Overpromised. Damn. Goodbye. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. 
I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.